0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Kegolasso, Lasso, our live show here. Jonathan Johnson is in the house. We will talk about UEFA as World Cup qualifiers getting closer and closer. Two teams have sealed their tickets and make it to Qatar. And of course, Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal as they beat North Macedonia with Poland beating Sweden as well. Jonathan Johnson, how are you my friend?
2: Hey, doing well, thanks. Uh, enjoyed a couple of uh, days off back with the family in uh, in England, so uh, that was a welcome break.
1: Oh, that's great. So you feel a little refreshed or is it do you need a holiday from your holiday?
2: I don't know. I mean, when you're spending time with family, I'm not sure refreshed is always the uh, the, the the right term to use. But no, it does, uh, d- does a lot of good. I mean, especially with uh, everything that happened with COVID towards the end of this year. So no, it uh, came at the right time and allowed me to enjoy this international break.
1: Absolutely, my friend. Trust me, as a Peruvian, you always need a holiday uh, from the holiday with your family. So I can empathize if that's really how you mean anyway uh welcome everybody jj in the house lme here thank you so much for being part of the family lasso pod please send those questions hello and we can see already the comments thank you so much hello everybody LME Milrod, how's it going uh absolutely thank you so much uh yes we are back i mean we've always been here but live yes correct we haven't done a live show in a while international break can be tricky but don't you worry Everybody, we got plenty of live action Champions League returns. We got the World Cup draw as well coming up later in the week. So plenty to digest. By the way, everybody, uh, before we get into the show, we're in a good mood uh, and have a $100 gift card from Paramount Plus to give away to one lucky viewer or listener today because this also involves our podcast family. All you got to do uh, with a chance to win is follow kego Lasso on, uh, Pod on Twitter. So that's at Kegel Lasso Pod. So follow us on Twitter, like this video, and all you got to do after that is write P plus along with either your Twitter handle in the live chat or the comment section. So just follow us on Twitter, like this video, and just literally write P plus in the live comment section with your Twitter handle. Don't include the at, because obviously that takes you to a possible YouTube uh, destination. So make sure that you do that. I'll remind you once again, later in the show, but it's a hundred dollar gift card. If you want to watch Paramount+, Plus, Champions League, Serie A, CONCACAF, that's where you can do it. And so much more. Uh, And we'll announce the winner later this week. And if you're a listener on the podcast, you can do the same thing. Just que go pod, like this video, find it on our YouTube channel, and send us your uh, handle, of course, without the ads. Right then, Jonathan Johnson, let's begin with um, Portugal. Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal are going to the World Cup. Nothing to worry about. Everything was said. I believe you predicted as such as they hosted a North Macedonia side who quite heroically did tremendous things against Italy. But there it just was too much for this Portuguese side at home uh, as they win 2-0 and seal their ticket to Qatar.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I I did expect North Macedonia to give Italy a tough time. I didn't expect them to beat them. So obviously uh, my prediction for the, the final playoff game was uh, was a bit skewed. But I'm not surprised once we knew uh, that it was going to be Portugal against North Macedonia that this proved to be a bridge too far. I mean, I think North Macedonia, like we saw from them in that, in that win uh, over Germany uh, a while back and then uh, sort of, you know... Kind of becoming a bit of a, of a, a neutrals favourite at the Euros, but not managing to go, uh, you know, you know, too far. Sort of had their moments in the sun uh, with Goran Pandev, uh, and then uh, sort of faded away. It didn't surprise me to see, uh, to see it going a similar way here with uh, World Cup qualification. However, I do think that the way that Portugal have qualified, uh, you know, for the World Cup, does show us that. You know, everything that we've kind of been saying about Portugal does still ring true. Uh yeah, I mean ultimately they they've proved themselves to be uh you know the the strongest team in this path, but that doesn't mean that, you know, there's not still going to be a moment of reckoning for Portugal uh, you know, to come in the very near future. There's no guarantee just because they're going to Qatar that this is going to be uh you know a tournament that they can potentially, you know, target uh in terms of going far. In fact, given what we've seen from Portugal, you know, I think, again, they should be preparing themselves for, you know, perhaps just getting out of the group stage. Uh, you know, I, I don't really see them going much further than, uh, you know, just about getting out of the group. Because I think, uh, and, you know, the the last couple of days have reinforced this for me, Portugal still need Uh, you know, major sweeping changes. I do believe that this will be Cristiano Ronaldo's last major international tournament. Uh, And I think as well, when you look at the way, uh, you know, Portugal qualified against North Macedonia tonight, Bruno Fernandes getting both goals, it's almost like that moment, uh, that passing of the baton uh, is almost here. You know, perhaps it'll be Cristiano Ronaldo's final hurrah uh, and he goes out in a blaze of glory. I'm actually more expecting it to be sort of a, a, a bit of a a damp, uh, a disappointing exit. But then again, we don't know who they're going to be drawn against in the in the World Cup just yet. But I still don't feel that there's much juice left in this Portuguese side, despite the fact that they've managed to get to the World Cup.
1: Yeah, no, some very good points. Cristiano Ronaldo obviously makes uh, is going to go to his fifth World Cup, a pretty remarkable achievement. A lot of talent in this Portuguese side. Of course, but they are always a tricky one to figure out and uh, I remember talking to Jaime Macias, Jonathan Johnson regarding South America and the thing about the World Cup is just make sure that you're entering your peak by the time you reach the World Cup because we forget that yes qualifying to the World Cup you some teams do it in a remarkable fashion and you think, my God they're amazing you know I think of teams like England for example who just like you know sail by to qualify but then, in the actual tournament, it's a little bit of a different scenario. And Portugal is such an interesting theme. So I guess, you know, I think getting out of the group stages, it's all dependent on who they face, of course. It's not out of the question, but I I might have to agree with you. Though, I think this team is talented enough to go as far as possibly one beyond the knockout stages. I don't know. But if if they were to cause some mayhem, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Jonathan Johnson. I called you Cristiano Ronaldo, Jonathan Johnson.
2: Isn't that nice? Same same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm well, the Ronaldo of podcasting.
1: I, I think that's it. I think that's what it is. Exactly it. Um, but if they were to go even further and how far they can go, Jonathan Johnson, they have to rely on more than Cristiano. Who, who, I mean, Bruno Fernandes was excellent today. Do you see any other possible players that really could cause an impact to help Portugal at the World Cup?
2: I mean, like you said, uh, you know, they do have a lot of talented players. I do think that they have a lot of aging players as well. But that doesn't mean that there's not a new generation of of, of talent or potential talisman, uh, you know, ready to step forward. I mean, one guy who I have the pleasure of watching week in, week out in League 1, who I think, uh, you know, is finally coming into his own after years of being sort of one of those promising players who never quite lived up to the hype is Renato Sanchez and I think when he's back and available for Portugal he can make a big difference and if they've got him on song because I imagine he will have completed a move uh, you know by the time he's representing Portugal at the World Cup you know I think he could be uh, a particularly important piece of that jigsaw you know there's a, n- a number uh, of talented goal getters as well you've got the likes of Andre Silva uh, you've got uh, Diego Huda as well so you know I, I think he very
1: uh, good as well I thought yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean that you know there are some very very exciting players uh, in that group. You know, it's not all about Cristiano Ronaldo in the same way that it has been in the past. But I do still think that you know when guys like uh, Ronaldo, like Pepe, like Rui Patricio move on, uh, you know they're going to be leaving some some pretty big holes in that group as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, hearing uh you know some comments regarding. Fernando Santos, you can't deny what he has given to this side, but many think Jonathan Johnson, this is kind of an intriguing take, that he's holding them back a little bit. What do you think?
2: I would agree with them. Uh, I do think that Santos is perhaps one of the bigger issues with this Portuguese team. Uh, you know, nobody can contest uh, you know what he gave the Portuguese with that uh, Euro 2016 success uh, on French soil. But you know, it's almost like they've not really pushed on since they've scraped by, by the skin of their teeth uh, a lot of the time. And it's, You know, for me, I think that Santos, you know, he lacks a bit of the the kind of imagination that you'd like to see from a Portugal coach with all of these talents at his disposal. It kind of feels like the only route to success with Santos uh, is normally going to be defence-minded, you know, the result first, performance second. And, uh, you know, sure, there's many examples of that in international football, Didier Deschamps with France, uh, you know, being another, uh, you know, so, you know, if you're getting the results You know, you can't really argue with that. But the thing is with Santos, since 2016... You know, he's not really been bringing in, uh, you know, that many of those results. And to be honest, I'm surprised that he's still in the position now. Uh, You know, perhaps he'll feel vindicated by the fact that he has secured uh, another qualification for the World Cup. But I really think that, you know, along with a number of the experienced members of this squad, it's also going to be Santos's final uh, international tournament in charge. And I guess, uh, you know, it's potentially an opportunity for him to say, okay, look, you know, I'm going to lead the country. Uh, at this World Cup, and then I'm going to stand down. And perhaps that's the best way, uh, you know, to to enact uh, these changes that, uh, you know, Portuguese football at international level needs, uh, you know, regardless of this uh, World Cup qualification or not.
1: Well, the last three World Cups for Portugal was the quarterfinals, uh, the first round in Brazil, and then the last one was the quarterfinals, and that was it. So we'll see how Portugal does in Qatar in 2022. We're going to take a break when we come back, uh, Robert Lewandowski, and most importantly, Maddie Cash, is off to the World Cup as Poland beat Sweden. No slats, and we'll talk about that more with Jonathan Johnson. Make sure that you send in your questions if we have any Swedish fans and any comments. But Kigo Lasso, we'll be right back.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles,
1: Welcome back, everybody. Kego Lasso here with Jonathan Johnson. Don't forget, we're giving away a gift card, hundred dollars. Just make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Kego Lasso Pod, and in this live chat, all you got to do is write pl- uh, P plus plus your handle without the at. Very easy. Podcast or YouTube, okay? We want to give this away. Jonathan Johnson, Poland are in the World Cup. Robert Lewandowski scoring his seventy fifth international goal is a well taken. Penalty, of course, and now, oh God, are we happy for Matty Cash, huh? He's going to be at the World Cup. That's excellent. But no Slatan Ibrahimović. Some thoughts on this game, because before this, Jonathan Johnson, uh, Sweden were on a roll against Poland. They've beaten them the last six, obviously, including the group stages at Euro 2020 when they won 3-2, but Poland overturns that in front of their own fans, and now they're at the World Cup
2: yeah I mean I think uh, many people will point to the fact that obviously Poland got a bye to the final in this one so only had to play one game instead of the two uh, mm. you know to, to make their path but also at the same time uh, you know really that's completely out of the team's hands uh, you know given the, the political situation uh, and you know I think that this was always going to be quite a tight one. Uh, I, I think both teams had the, the quality to potentially, uh, you know, go and get the result. It's just Poland who were better on the night, uh, you know, and ultimately deserved to, to go through based on, on that performance and result. Uh, happy for Lewandowski because, you know, quite often so much of, you know, po- the Polish hopes sort of live and die with him, whether he scores uh, you know, obviously, he's extremely important for Bayern as well. But you know, with all due respect to his international teammates, you know, the Polish national team—they're not at the same level as uh, a lot of the the guys he plays alongside week in, week out uh, with Bayern. So for them to to, to get to the World Cup, uh, you know, I think is a is a big achievement. Delighted, as you said, for for Villa Boy Matthew Cash as well. Uh, you know, it's turning into a, a a real international adventure for him since pledging his allegiance to Poland, um, and really you know, disappointing for Sweden as well. I mean, especially given the way that they enjoyed quite a, a positive Euro. And I don't know, Sweden for me are, are strange because they feel they feel like a team that are ready to move on from the the shadow of their talisman. And they unnecessarily sort of brought back that dependence, uh, you know, when he came out of retirement. I could understand that, you know, he was hitting form at the time that to knock on that door uh, and, and listen to what Zlatan had to say with regards to a potential return to the international stage. It's not really worked out that way. To see him coming on for the final 10 minutes here, uh, you know, it, it kind of begs the question, you know, what really was the point uh in in Zlatan, you know, dusting off his boots and and you know, getting back on the horse internationally. Because I don't see where they go with him in the next two years. I think, to be honest, he's going to be struggling to nail down a AC Milan, uh, you know, for the coming season, given the struggles that he's had. And, you know, it kind of feels like it's the right time, uh, you know, both for club and country to move on from Zlatan. I'm not saying that that necessarily has to force Zlatan into retirement, but, you know, I, I think his time internationally is done, uh, you know, and this result should underline that as well. You know, it's time to embrace this younger generation, these exciting guys like, uh, you know, Isaac. Um, you know, and try to get a bit more consistency out of guys like Forsberg as well. Uh, you know, because there is, t- like, like with Portugal, you know, there is a talented uh, layer of younger talent coming through. Uh, you know, behind some of these veteran presences, uh, and I think it's the the time to embrace that. And you know, Sweden shouldn't be afraid of it. Uh, you know, and and you know, neither should Portugal as well, because I think both teams ultimately sort of, you know, perhaps. Four years down the line in two international tournaments, time, uh, you know, we'll we'll be reaping the benefits.
1: Yeah. So you didn't see an issue then with them, him coming late and uh, uh, should have he come earlier, or maybe he shouldn't have even been there in the first place and give it to somebody else.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, there is a strong argument for not even having him there in the first place because one, he's suspended for the first game. And two, you know, he's not really played that much with these guys he just over gave the you last 10 couple minutes. Of years. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's, it, you know, it's a question of chemistry. So I think, you know, if you're picking your squad of players for for this game, I mean, sure, you know, Zlatan is, is a great presence to have in terms of his experience. But, you know, is Zlatan willing to just be there sort of as that experienced head uh, and not playing some role? I, you know, sure, he wanted greater involvement than the ten minutes that he got. Uh, you know, and I think if you're willing to give him ten minutes, you know, why not give him twenty? Give him you know half an hour, bring him on at the sixty-minute mark. He's more likely to, to to make an impact there than you know ten minutes from the end when you're already chasing two goals. It's uh, you know, for me, I, I found that that deployment of him uh, a bit bizarre. Personally, if it was me and I knew he was going to be suspended for potentially the only game if Sweden didn't get. Uh, you know, through uh, to the final, uh, you know, I think that picking Zlatan, you know, was, was one just almost like going a man short really, uh, you know, to this uh, qualification path. So for me, as much as I love Zlatan and, and respect everything he's achieved over the years, I think this should really uh, firmly close the, the the book on his international career now.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Sweden are actually, they play uh, not in, you know, they don't play in the system to favor Slatan, at, at least at this very age. So there's that. There was a good question from Gerardo. I didn't forget about you. Uh, do you think that Poland, JJ, had a bit of an advantage, fresher legs, perhaps, just because they didn't have to play that extra game?
2: Yeah, I mean I, I definitely think that there is an an argument for that. Uh but like I said it's also out of the out of the team's hands. I mean, you know, everybody took the same united stance, which is admirable uh against Russia, uh you know, given the aggression in in Ukraine uh, at this moment in time. Um, you know, could it have been handled a bit better or or perhaps, you know, made a bit more fair. We've already debated that with with Mike Lahood a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know and yeah, possibly somebody could have been bumped up to to make this an even playing field. but you know when there's so much uncertainty about whether Ukraine are going to be able to play their uh, game against Scotland that could potentially decide their path, you know I guess it made as much sense as anything really to to try and get as many of these teams qualified uh, as soon as possible. you know it wasn't the worst solution. it just perhaps you know was always going to, work against uh the team that had to play an extra game to to get to this point. And in, in this case it was uh it was Sweden. But no, I, I think as well, Poland's, you know, they've they've sort of been building towards this moment now for for a few years. You know, we saw them be quite disappointing as hosts in 2012. You know, they've shown at times there that you know there there is some metal there in the in the squad. They obviously have uh you know enough talent because you know outside of Lewandowski uh you know you've got a, a, a bunch of other very talented players milik when he's fit, uh, zielinski in midfield, a player i really like, uh, cash obviously as well, uh you know szysny who's who's been quite an underrated goalkeeper for the majority of his career so you know i th- i think it was it was time that uh you know poland uh you know sort of got themselves here to the world cup again uh, and now I have an opportunity to to do something in the group stage because it's going to be uh you know quite a difficult task for them you know, they in Sweden know each other uh, a fair bit, having come up against each other in the Euros last summer. But, uh, you know, I think as well, it's it's always going to be slightly easier, uh, you know, when that uh, team that you're coming up against is, uh, is a bit leggy. And, and that was the case here uh, for Sweden.
1: Yeah, well, Poland are at the World Cup. Uh, before I continue, by the way, with Europe, some updates. Uh, by the way, on Wednesday, we will have a, a good recap of... Uh, uh, Africa qualifiers, obviously, a lot went on as uh, Senegal, Sadio Mane, of course, uh, the winning penalty, helping another win against Egypt. There was a little bit of controversy as it was like a brave show, laser show from Ibiza in this game. Uh, Egyptian keepers <laughs> were just getting absolutely blinded by everything. But uh, Senegal are at the World Cup and also Ghana beating Nigeria as well. And as we're talking, by the way, Morocco, it seems that they're on their way as well as they beat the, the – Democratic Republic of Congo, as well. And Cameroon and Algeria playing a very tight one all in aggregate right now, uh, heading to extra time in that one. And Tunisia also is moments away from me beating Mali, a very talented Mali, by the way. Uh, just a one nothing there. So, but we'll keep you, we'll do a nice recap on Wednesday regarding Africa and, of course, South America. Um, as the fifth spot is up for grabs in that one as well, Laser Point Gate. Yes, Joel, excellent, well done. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, by the way, don't forget a hundred dollar gift card. Make sure that you write your handle, your Twitter handle, without the at on this live chat. Write P plus and follow us on Kegolaso Pod as well. We want to give this gift card away, and we'll announce the winner later on. Uh, by the way, the other part of Europe, obviously Wales against Ukraine. All right. That's obviously later on, uh, as Ukraine obviously deals with something far bigger than football. uh, And and as Russia's invasion of Ukraine continues to be a tragedy, but Wales is meant to play Ukraine later on, um, you know, in the the next few months as well. And then the other side of that, by the way, the winner of that obviously faces uh, Scotland. And here's our poll that we did earlier. Which of the remaining European hopefuls do you want at the World Cup? Wales, uh, 36 percent. I feel like, uh, you know, Gareth Bale probably had a big of an influence there. Scotland, just 18. And Ukraine, obviously, the story would be fantastic as well uh, for them. So there's that going on. Uh, So those are the poll results. These are three intriguing teams, though. Jonathan Johnson, Wales, obviously led and carried in many ways by Gareth Wales. Scotland, of course, John McGinn, by the way, scored a beauty today. Another good day for a Villa player and Ukraine, obviously. We know how great they are, but dealing with something so much bigger than the game. But uh, interesting poll there for those three teams, JJ.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, I think with regards to all of the teams, uh, we chatted a bit about them last week, but... Uh, Wales, I mean, I think that there's still that strong underlying sense of of chemistry and a a bit like Portugal. They're sort of getting to the end of their current cycle and perhaps have won last uh, international tournament in them with guys like Bale, with guys like Ramsey. Um, You know, but when you have a talisman like Bale who can still perform like he does, you know, that's, I I think that's the difference between him and and Cristiano Ronaldo. And obviously there's a, there's a bit of an age difference there, Uh, you know, but Bale, it's almost like he saves his absolute best for the international stage and you can almost always uh you know count on him to deliver a big goal at a big moment like we saw it's against Austria. Yes, right
1: it's golf, Wales, Real Madrid, right? Or is it the other <laughs> way around?
2: I mean, Wales, absolutely, you know, first <laughs> spot for him. Golf, and then you know, anything else football related, you know, quite a fair distance back. Fifty
1: feet of crap, and then Real Madrid, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, we'll see where where he ends up next because I think. In order for him to be be at his best, uh, you know, ahead of the World Cup, assuming that Wales do actually make it, uh, you know, I think he's obviously going to have to move on given the situation uh, with Real Madrid. But, uh, you know, there's a number of his teammates in a similar position uh, to him at the moment with Scotland. I feel... You know, they've they've come along so much over the last couple of years, and you know, there's a real feel-good factor surrounding them. Uh, it's a real shame, uh, you know, that they'll find themselves going up against Ukraine, or we hope that they will uh, be going up against Ukraine, uh, you know, depending on on how things develop over the next couple of months. Uh, you know, but you know, for, for Scotland to have this momentum stunted a little bit would be a massive shame. But for Ukraine given the way that they performed at the Euros as well, given the solidity that we saw come in under uh, Andriy Shevchenko, you know, it would also be a real, uh, you know, tragedy for, for that to be lost as well. So, you know, I think only football can win, uh, you know, assuming that that fixture gets played uh, and one of the, one of those teams gets to face Wales, uh, you know, to decide who who ultimately makes it to the World Cup. But at this moment in time, uh, I can't really, you know, make any sort of comments about Ukraine because we don't know what state even their squad would be in, uh, you know, come this summer. But I think if I had to pick, sort of, between Wales and Scotland, the only two sort of who would be fair to pick between at this moment in time, I think I'd probably just fancy Wales. I was, I was impressed with the way that they performed against Austria, although I wasn't particularly expecting that much from the Austrians. Uh, and I think that there is still enough. There's definitely still that hunger there uh, with Gareth Bale and, uh, and with that group, uh, you know, to get them to uh, to Qatar and then, uh, you know, to sort of go off in, uh, in one final blaze of glory.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. The collective unity of Scotland, uh, led by John McGinn, who also can create a lot of magic in games against Gareth Bale, who, to your point, Acts like two players sometimes when he plays uh, for his national team. All right. uh, So just a quick update on the teams that have qualified, by the way, okay, to the World Cup, because later on this week, we'll do a World Cup draw preview and all that stuff. And obviously, we're going to be building up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot on Kebo regarding the World Cup as it closes in in November. Of course, before you know it, it'll be here. But UEFA, Belgium, Croatia, Denmark, England, France, Germany, Netherlands, Serbia, Spain, and Switzerland are in. Uh, From Asia, Iran, or AFC rather, Iran, Japan, Qatar as the host, Saudi Arabia, and South Korea. By the way, Australia and United Arab Emirates play each other in June, and the winner of that plays the fifth spot of Colmebol, uh, which is right now between (laughs) Peru, Colombia, and Chile. But the winners in Colmebol who are going through to the World Cup are Argentina, Brazil, Ecuador, and Uruguay. CONCACAF Canada they're set and USMNT barring a massive goal differential against uh, Costa Rica should be in there too and Mexico all they need I believe is just a point uh, by the way oh, on the updated on UEFA by the way of course that includes Poland and Portugal of course um, and from Africa Ghana and Senegal and I can confirm right now that Tunisia are in they're part of that as well And yes, Morocco, they've got a 5-2 aggregate lead. So they're in as well. Algeria and Cameroon are heading into extra time. So that's the only one. So, But Tunisia is in, Morocco basically in, and that joins Ghana and Senegal, by the way. And OFC, by the way, to be continued to be determined due to obviously all the issues they had during COVID as well. Interesting group there, Jonathan Johnson. Any thoughts on any of those teams that perhaps we don't talk about enough
2: yeah, lots to look forward to. I mean, I guess I'll weigh in on Canada because I, you know, I haven't been part of sort of that uh, the the North American uh contingency. Well, you bait. are
1: here, my friend, so bring it on. Me, what, <laughs> no, what, do exactly. make, what do you make of Canada? What do you make of it?
2: No, but it's such uh, again, a bit like Scotland, it's such a feel-good story. Uh, you know, I feel like I've been reading a lot of articles about them over the over the last couple of months. Uh, you know, to to see what they've managed to do, uh, you know, under Herdman. Uh, you know, the 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 first manager, I think I believe to lead a men's and women's national team to, to a world cup. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a is pretty fine achievement, uh, you know, and, and to have done a fair bit of the legwork in, in recent months, uh, without Alfonso Davies as well. Uh, you know, I think that that's to Canada's credit and there's just so many exciting talents, uh, in that group at this moment in time, Jonathan David, uh, you know, like Renato Sanchez, somebody I get to see a lot of, uh, playing, uh, for Lille in Ligue 1 at the moment, Uh, You know, and I just think that, you know, having them at the World Cup uh, is going to be a a fantastic story. Uh, You know, obviously another Anglophone uh, angle for for us as well to to keep our eye on. Uh, And I just think that, uh, you know, they're going to add some color to uh, the World Cup in a way that most people sort of, uh, of of my age have have never really seen before, or at least won't remember, uh, you know, so I think that that's definitely something to uh, to, to get excited about. Uh, obviously going to be a, a shame to to not have uh, Italy uh, there, but also, you know, it would have been a shame or wouldn't have been the same without, uh, you know, Portugal's fans. And, you know, obviously I'm not the biggest, uh, biggest fan of the way that they play under Santos, but uh, you know, not having them there uh, there would have been a huge hole uh, given the support that they bring with them so just excited to see who else fills out the rest of the draw and obviously like everyone else uh, you know looking forward to the main event uh, later this week when the when when the groups get drawn and we'll actually know uh, you know who a lot of these teams are going to be facing at the end of this year
1: yeah we're going to have a show as well that day and obviously our team including jonathan johnson will be part of it we'll let you know more details as the week goes along but a lot of excitement Obviously, as we are finalizing what the World Cup is going to look like. Uh, and just a reminder that uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, we got a special show with special guests to recap all the drama from the nail baiting finales, including Africa and, of course, South America, Arriba, Peru. After this show, I'm going to be sweating some more lands and I'll probably be on the rug. So think of me, say a prayer for me, light a candle because it's a nerve-wracking event. Uh, I'm very nervous, Jonathan Johnson. So uh, hopefully uh, you'll say a prayer for me.
2: I can tell. Well, you know what? I'm saying a prayer that you've got some Inca Cola in that fridge of yours, because I think your nerves are going to need it, my friend.
1: Yeah, I got pisco. I got pisco, Jonathan Johnson. I need something a little stronger tonight. My poor American wife has no idea. what well, she does know because of what happened in 2018. So she's ready. So she's a villa. Uh, she has to deal with Villa, Jonathan Johnson, and of course Peru. That's a that's a that's a tough combo, my friend.
2: It's not easy. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I mean, Villa and anybody else is is always going to be quite a difficult combo, but. Uh, Villa in England, yeah. I mean, certainly wow. in my lifetime, not being that much to, uh, to 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 cheer about as well. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Well, Jonathan Johnson, more, I know more, that
2: it's... More grief than glory is how <laughs> <we> call <control> it. <laughs> and
1: let's capitalize grief as well for that one, of course. Uh But Jonathan Johnson, I know it's late there for you. Thank you so much. Make sure that you follow his content, John underscore Lee gossip. You can read all his stuff on CBS Sports, uh, of course. And he actually wrote the explainer regarding the World Cup draw as well for CBS Sports. So make sure that you check that out. He's going to be part of the show as well later on. Of course, as he always is every single week, my friend, take a rest, take a nice sleep, relax, uh, resuscitate yourself after seeing your family. Hope everything is all right. But all the best, buddy. Thank you so much.
2: Likewise. Thanks a lot, my man, and uh, good luck tonight.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Don't forget to follow us, KegolasoPod, on Twitter. You can still write your name right now for that $100 gift card. Of course, YouTube, like and subscribe. We keep building. We keep working towards 11,000 subscribers. Unbelievable. Not even a year old. And we do it all because of you. And we're on pause, of course, everything. we got plenty to come, including World Cup International recaps. And we'll come back as well with... Uh, club domestic action as it returns this week and the Champions League next week as well. Jonathan Johnson, LME, thank you so much. Have a great, great rest of your evening or day. We'll see you next time. Till then.
0: Okay.